Hi there, Popcorn Junkies. Sorry for a late review on this one. This is a film called Animals, directed by the Australian director Sophie Hyde, based on the same book of the same name by Emma Jane Unsworth, who's also scripted the film. Um, it's a female skewing film. It's about two young, well, late 20s, just going into their 30s friends. Um, and it's being touted as a sort of with nail and eye for women. So um, it stars Holiday Granger and Alia Shawcat. Um, and it's set in Dublin, though I think the book was set in Manchester. Um, and it's about a it's about a friendship essentially. It's about a, a relationship between these two women who are flatmates. The Alia Shawcat character is an American who finds herself in Dublin. Um, Holiday Granger is Irish, um, and Holiday Granger has aspirations to be a writer. But um, as is the way with these things, she's been writing her novel for the last ten years, uh, and that's a source of sort of stress and upset and self doubt and uh, you know a lack of self worth, which probably is what fuels the major sort of motivator in this film, which is that they're both party animals, they're both party girls. And really, if you were to describe what this film is about, this film focuses on that twilight moment in anyone's life, men man or woman, uh, but specifically women in this film, of when you decide to, or decide not to, hang up your partying shoes and uh, sort of stride for what you consider to be a more sort of stable, reliable, grown-up, conventional lifestyle. We establish the hedonism that they both engage in. They like to go out drinking, they like to go pulling. Alia Shawcat's character is, is, is the one in a sort of dead-end job. She talks about it that way herself. She says it's got no sort of opportunities, but you know what, it just keeps her going, it sustains her, truly living in the now. Uh, Holiday Granger, as I've said, has aspirations to be something slightly more. She wants to be a writer, she's got ideas for a book. She keeps trying to write, but, you know, family members ask her how the book's going. She sort of has to admit, well, it's ten years and I've written about ten pages. And, of course, on paper, literally or not literally, uh, that's not, not very productive, is it? So you can, you, you can feel, and I think Holiday is very clever at this, you can feel her sort of self-doubt and self-hatred and almost her shame and guilt at having committed to something so lofty as wanting to write a book. I'd say this film, Animals, is, it's, it's, a, it's about four things, really. It's about friendship, it's about addiction, it's about creativity, and it's about coming of age. Now, in terms of friendship, I think this is a really interesting, or could have been a really interesting film, about that point at which, you know, a relationship with someone, what is the purpose of a relationship? We've all had friendships, I'm sure, where, yeah, you're having a good time, you constantly have a good time, and it gets to a point where you question yourself, okay, well, we're having a good time, but what goes beyond just having a good time? And then there are those relationships where, for want of a better expression, and being in, in recovery myself, you know, it's a one-way relationship in which one part of the friendship almost has a vested interest in you not realising your dreams because it means that you can both stay on the same course together, doing the same thing, not questioning anything, indulging, hedonising and all that kind of stuff. You know, their relationships about, you know, uh, Holiday Granger's character, you know, she meets a guy, she gets sort of engaged, she's kind of wooed into this idea of married life, she wants that sort of, you know, the literary... Uh, respect that could be afforded from writing a book. Um, and then you've got Alia Shawcat who kind of just wants to keep ploughing along, ploughing along, partying. And, you know, it does ask the question, you know, at what point is a relationship codependent? At which point does a relationship become toxic? And I think that's quite relatable for a lot of people. It is also, inadvertently, it has to be a film about addiction. I mean, the relentlessness of drinking in this film is quite something. And, uh, you know, it's set in Dublin, where alcohol flows freely. And, uh, you know, and around the whole sort of idea of, you know, I'm thinking of people like, uh, I'm thinking of people like 
like James Joyce and all that lot, you know, drinking and writing, there's a long historical kind of link there. So I feel this film sort of trades on that. And, you know, the scenery and the setting of, of this film is, is, is almost, it's almost archetypal Dublin, you know, it's sort of like, it's almost a bit stereotypical. It's like, you know, they have sort of literary salons. I didn't know literary salons still existed. I mean, I know poetry is big, but, you know, this film really sort of takes us into this, this world of sort of, of, of quite funnily pretentious sort of poetry speak. And there are a couple of laugh out loud moments, I thought, where, you know, some sort of wannabe poet who's, you know, who's got a tattoo on his nose and something on his head and he sort of says stuff and it's just utterly meaningless, but it's quite funny. But, you know, it's not just about drink this film. The availability of MDMA is, is, is a big thing in this. I mean, there's a pot that's literally handed from shot to shot and they're all dipping their hands in and licking their mouth and all that kind of stuff. And You know, the idea that MDMA makes you feel very sort of benevolent and very sort of empathetic and, you know, love everyone, really. And I thought that was kind of interesting because whilst they're in this friendship, the two main characters, I didn't feel any love, really, coming from the Alia Shawkat character, the American character. I felt no love. I felt no love whatsoever. I just felt a need and I felt a, the codependency. And, a, you know, she wanted Holiday Granger to be on the same mission as her so that she had company in her spiral towards vomiting all over herself, ending up with this guy, you know, lying on a sofa at the end of a party and all that kind of stuff. So I thought it was quite an intriguing portrait. You know, right down to even the fact that when Holiday Granger meets the chap that she wants to get engaged to, a, a classical pianist, I thought the romance between the two of them was nicely drawn. He, he refrains from drinking at one point and you see a look in Holiday Granger's eyes like, yeah, what, what do you mean you stopped drinking? It's like to, to not have a drink. And I remember that and it was around my late 20s, early 30s, I went into recovery when I was about 34. There was a point when I met people and they said they're not going to have a drink. I'd look, at, I'd look at them and I'd go, what's wrong with you? But it was really, what's wrong with me? Don't you not drink because I'll have to face something about me and I don't want to face something about me. I thought this film flicked up nice ideas around friendship, codependency, toxic friendships, addiction, the ubiquity of, you know, drink for, for my generation, MDMA probably for generations coming through now. And it also focused on, you know, as I say, creativity and, and that difficult boundary between needing to spend a lot of non-productive time in order to be productive, in a sense. And I thought that self-loathing that the artist or the writer or the creator, I should know, I feel this all the time, feels when they're not being obviously productive. I thought that, that was almost its richest subject, but it, it kind of let go of that. And it let go of that a lot in preference for sort of getting bogged down in drawing out a friendship that, as I say, it wasn't, I didn't feel there was any real warmth between the two of them. So whilst I felt they were codependent, I mean, maybe that's quite an honest portrait of many friendships, but I didn't really, I didn't really believe that they cared about each other. I felt they could have indulged more in the complications and the complexities and the emotional upset. I felt the American character could, could have experienced more fear about losing Holiday Granger to, you know, the conventional life. I mean, you do see that, but it, it kind of, it kind of didn't go deep enough into any of that. And it kind of became sidetracked with this narrative with getting married to this chap or still having a fling and very sexual scenes with this with this guy who runs salons and likes putting cocaine on her vagina and licking it off her and all this kind of stuff you know i mean i thought there were scenes like that which were almost I felt just thrown in there to make it arresting and a bit dramatic and a bit shocking. And I just didn't really need them because it sort of felt at odds. I felt more time should have been spent drawing the nuanced detail, the emotional sadness or frustration or jealousy that, that was, was there, but it just wasn't there enough between, you know, Alia Shawkat's character and Holiday Granger's. 
I have to say, you have to see this film really just for Holiday Granger. There are moments where Holiday Granger could carry and trans translate to us, the viewer, so many uh, sort of hopes, aspirations, losses, fears, feelings of shame and guilt, just in the change of an expression. You could see her looking at other characters and you could see her reading of the situation transforming on her face. So I think it's an absolutely bravura performance, personally, from Holiday Granger. But I just think she was let down by a bit of a... It was a bit clunky in terms of structuring. It was a bit obvious in terms of script. I thought the witticisms and the... the the lines that were certainly coming from the American character, which was supposed to be quite crisp and sort of comedic, they kind of missed their targets a bit. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that well written. And a good example of how this film sort of lent on a few cliches to kind of illustrate its point was there were a, quite a few long lingering shots on urban foxes sort of wandering around the neighborhood next to the flat where they both lived and you know drawing parallels between you know a character's development and a and an urban fox or a, even a rural fox or any sort of rodenty kind of creature it's a little bit trite and a little bit obvious and, I, and, and they kind of over-egged it right down to the fact that Holiday Granger you know is hair is almost the same color as a fox and I don't know I found all that all that was a bit hackneyed and a bit cliched there were times I felt like I was watching a film that had been shot you know, on the hoof during the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. But there were other moments of, of great intimacy. And I think, to be honest with you, I think the strongest moments in this film were some of the massive close-ups or just the close-up shots of Holiday Granger as you saw her transitioning from, you know, one frame of mind to another. It managed to recreate the sense of muck and self-loathing and regret in the morning after. I thought it was very good at that. It felt very mucky and very horrible and it was helped with the fact that, you know, um, Alia Shawcat's character woke up with vomit all over or next to her and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, not just that, but that sense of, you know, stinking thinking and not feeling like a nice person and, you know, thinking that perhaps one could go to sex. And there was one very powerful scene where Holiday Granger was at a party and she was in the toilet with the guy who was the head of the salon who, you know, offered to lick cocaine off her earlier in the film. And there was a moment where it was about to go towards sex and you could just feel the filth and she looked around the bathroom and there was the pile of, you know, the ashtray full of cigarette butts and there was the empty glass and there was a piece of dirty, grubby clothing. And that really, really actually gave me sort of the opposite of euphoric recall. It reminded me of the precisely why I need to avoid alcohol and drug taking because you do find yourself in these sort of cesspits of mess and muckiness and murkiness. And you end up making stupid mistakes. In a sense, you end up latching onto someone affectionately or romantically or sexually in order to sort of almost navigate both of yourselves out of the horror of the situation. So it lacked the humour of With Nail and I, it lacked the bite, it lacked the crispiness, it lacked a certain sort of firebrandiness between the two lead characters. Holiday Granger has a very quiet, very selfless performance at the centre of it, which I thought was very good. Um, Alia Shawcat never really fired up for me. I felt she promised so much more than she gave. Her fashion sense was great. She's almost as fashionable as Diane Keaton in Annie Hall. You know, so she, there was a good look. There was a good look to the film. It's nicely shot, but it was a bit cliche ridden. But incidentally, one thing the film does do, no blame was attributed to either character. It wasn't like you came out of it thinking, oh, you're the one, you're the loser and you're the... It was just, you know, as in real life, it's, you know, we drift apart or we drift together or we hold on to each other. And it makes you realise how much and how often friendships and all relationships are really about clinging to someone else because 
this life we lead is like a wild, tempestuous sea. And really friendships and relationships are often the rafts that we sort of cling to in order to sort of feel like we've got company going through the madness of it all. So in that sense, now I'm bringing a lot more to the film than I think the film offered up. I do think that the film fell short in many areas, but I do think there were some rich ideas. And I think if you're planning a girls' night out, or a boys' night out, but if you're planning a girls' night out, I think there'll be a lot of in-jokes in there as well for women and young women in their 20s and 30s about the way in which men operate, uh, the way in which you treat men in social situations, that sort of, you know, that rapport between women, that sort of non-verbal rapport between women when men are a bit frisky and all that kind of stuff. So I think there's a lot in it. I think some of our subscribers, like you, Zoe Agnew, I think will love this film. I think there's a lot in there, but I just think they could have, it could have just been tighter. It could have been more sophisticated. I don't like to give scores on these individual uh, reviews, but if I was to give it a score, I'd probably give it something around the region of six out of 10. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.